Hey there, this is Brian. I'm the host of the Engaging Missions show. If you've found this show for the first time, I did want to take a second to let you know that this show is not currently in production. You're certainly welcome to check out all of the archives, but we don't have new episodes coming out at the moment. However, I did want to take a second to highlight one of the sponsors that sponsored the show a while ago. They're not currently sponsoring the show, but if you're looking for a place to invest in the kingdom, I'd recommend checking out Mega Voice Audio Bibles. You can find them at megavoice.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes. And I would encourage you to just check that out and see if maybe that's a fit for your giving. There's no compensation here or anything like that. I just wanted to highlight them. And with that, I'll get you back into the regular program. This is the Engaging Missions Radio Show, Episode 14, with Paul Yoder. Welcome to the Engaging Missions Radio Show. If you care about missions, this is the place for you. Whether you're actively involved in ministry and missions, are considering missions, or serve God in the marketplace with a heart for God's kingdom, you're in the right place. Join us each week for inspiration, encouragement, resources, and so much more as we delight in the things that God is doing all around the world. All right, let's get started. I'm really excited to have Paul Yoder with us today. This is a first for us because Paul isn't a missionary, but he's created a tool to help missionaries. Paul is a husband, a father, and a web developer with over a decade of experience, including a position where he raised his own support. Because of that position, he knows the challenges missionaries can face when raising funds and keep tr- keeping track of it all, and he wants to help make that process simpler by providing intuitive software. That's why he created Donor Elf, which helps missionaries understand what they have and who their donors are, see trends and exceptions, and keep everything in sync from accounting software to mailing addresses. Of course, we're still going to focus on God through Paul's story, and I'm hoping we'll talk a little about the software he's created. But since this is the first time we've done something like this, I'd love to have your feedback on this show in particular, whether you like it or whether you don't. You can either leave a comment at engagingmissions.com slash Paul Yoder, or just send an email to feedback at engagingmissions.com. Okay, Paul, I've given a little introduction. Now, why don't you take a minute and tell us about yourself and your ministry? We'd like to get to know you personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, my name is Paul Yoder, and as you've mentioned, I've created an uh, app called Donor Elf that helps missionaries uh, keep track of their their support account and their donors. And just a little history of how Donor Elf uh, came to be. Um, I was a missionary with an organization called Word Made Flesh about six years ago. And I was helping in their admin department um, and also raising my, my own support. Um, one of my responsibilities was to send the monthly reports out to all the missionaries to let them know um, about their donations that came in and what their balance was. And sending those reports out took about a, a whole day each month uh, for me to do. Um, and that was very very annoying for me because I'm a computer programmer. I love automating stuff. I was like, there has to be a better way. Um, I I was also raising my own support, so I was experiencing the pain point of trying to keep track of everything. Um, so it was during that time that I created the the first version of Donor Elf, um, but at that time it was called Supporter Sync, uh, which was just a basic website that allowed the staff to log in and see their donations that came in and their donors. Um, and the staff no longer had to wait a whole month to see donations 
that came in, uh, they could log in anytime and see it. And then it no longer, I no longer had to spend a whole day every month um, generating those reports. I created an app that would extract the data from the accounting system. At that time, it was QuickBooks. Um, it would extract it from there and upload it to the website automatically. Um, so I just had to click a button once a day, um, and then it would be uploaded to Supporter Sync. Um, it wasn't long, though, before the missionaries with Word Made Flesh started sharing about it with their other friends who were missionaries with other organizations, uh, and they were interested in something like Supporter Sync. Um, but unfortunately, it, Supporter Sync wouldn't work with other organizations um, at that time, so I couldn't do anything. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to stay with Word Made Flesh. Um, very long because I wasn't able to raise enough support. Um, so I got a full-time job um, and then got married to my wife. And shortly after we got married, I, I started thinking about supporters. I started thinking about those other missionaries that wanted something like that. And then that's where the idea for Donor Elf came to be, um, to create to create an, an, a website that missionaries uh, could log into that would be simple for them that they could just log in and see how they're doing and which donors they need to be communicating with. Um, and that's where Donor Elf came to be. Um, the name itself, a lot of people ask, uh, where did Donor Elf come from? How did you come up with that name? It's actually inspired by my mom. Um, when uh, I was young, um, like, in elementary school, uh, we had read um, the story about the shoemaker and the elves, where the elves come out at night and help the shoemaker finish up the work that the shoemaker was doing. When I was young um, and wouldn't do my chores, my mom would ask me, why aren't the chores done? Do you think elves are going to come and do them for you? And at that time, I wish elves would come and do my chores. And with Donor Elf, that's what I want to do for missionaries. I want to do the hard work of analyzing the data, uh, analyzing the, the donations and donors, and present to the missionaries which um, donors or ministry partners they need to be communicating with as a result of the donations that uh, have come in. So I want to make it as simple as possible for missionaries so that they can spend more time communicating with donors and less time in Excel spreadsheets, trying to figure out who they need to be communicating with. Well, thanks so much, Paul. Now that we know you a little, can you share with us a scripture or maybe a motivational quote that's been really meaningful to you? And then share with us how that scripture or quote has really shaped your behavior. Yeah. Um, this quote is from the movie Braveheart. Um, and it's at the beginning when um, William Wallace has a dream about his dad. And his dad tells him, your heart is free. Have the courage to follow it. And even though that's not, it's not necessarily scripture, that quote really stuck out to me, um, especially with Donor Elf. Getting this idea, when I first had the idea for Donor Elf, um, I was excited about it, but I was really scared, too, um, of what it could be. And yet I want to live, I want to live fully alive. I want to live doing what I believe God's calling me to. And I think a lot of times what God's calling you to is to fully embrace the heart that he has given you. 
And along with that, there is another quote um, that is from a saint called St. Irenaeus, and he says, the glory of God is man fully alive. And I do want to be fully alive so that I can glorify God. Thank you, Paul. Now, we, we do know that not everybody's life is all just puppies and kittens and rainbows. Uh, in fact, we know that people face challenges. We all do, all the time. Can you share with us a time in your journey when you faced a significant challenge or a failure, whether maybe your back was against a wall or you needed a breakthrough, uh, and then you know how God came through for you? Mm-hmm. After about a year of working on Donor Elf, I was burnt out. Uh, my wife had just given birth to our first son, and I was working full-time uh, during the day and then trying to find time to work on Donor Elf on the side, and it just became too much. And I felt like I was drowning. Um, And in my Bible reading during this time, I was reading a lot about the Sabbath, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Um, And God showed me uh, through my Bible reading that the purpose of the Sabbath was much more than just not working one day a week, um, but that the purpose was to remind people that God is in control and we are not. Um, And when we take a Sabbath, we are reminding ourselves uh, about that. Um, So I took a month's Sabbath from working on Donor Elf and only did the minimal uh, support for uh, people asking questions. I didn't work on marketing. I didn't work on adding any new features or telling anyone about Donor Elf. And I told God that I trusted him with Donor Elf. And not only was I no longer burnt out, but new organizations actually started emailing me and saying they were interested in using Donor Elf. And I didn't do anything. God, and through this time, God let me know that he was in charge and he would take care of me. That's a great story. And Paul, I so appreciate you sharing this. Uh, you know, with me, I'm also working full time and then doing this. And I know some of the challenges that can come with trying to do two things at the same time, uh, the time commitment and especially the challenge in taking a day and giving it to God. Uh, it, it really is hard. And I appreciate that you were able to do that and share that story of how God came through. Now with that, we're going to go ahead and move to the other end of the spectrum, because just like we all have challenges, there are also those times when God gives us that moment of revelation. Can you share with us a, a story of a time in your journey when that happened, when maybe God just kind of sort of parted the heavens and showed you what you should do next or showed something to you. Take us back to that moment and share with us then the steps that you took to take what God showed you and run with it. Yeah, I shared a little bit before how I had to quit um, Word Made Flesh because I wasn't able to raise support. And that was a really hard time in my life, um, just dealing with questions of why wasn't I able to raise enough support and why did God move me from Indiana to come to Omaha and then not not come through um, with what my dream was of working with being a missionary uh, for a long term. And it was about three years later, um, after I got married and after my wife and I had our first child, that God revealed to me um, that he, he had me come to Omaha to work with Word Made Flesh, and he knew I had only worked there for nine months before I had to quit, but he got me here to Omaha so that I could meet my wife and so that we could have an amazing family and so that he could bless me. Um, and also, it was through working with Word Made Flesh, I experienced um, the pain points that missionaries have trying to raise support, and got the the vision for Donor Elf. So God used all of that to to bless me, um, to to bring me through that. So even though 
in the um, eyes of the world or in the flesh, it looked like I failed, like I wasn't able to raise enough support. God used all of that um, for where I am today. And it it was really eye-opening for me. And I knew that God loved me um, during that time, too. It sounds like you're living proof that God really does work all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Now, with that, we're going to go ahead and move to the present day. We've heard about a challenge. We've heard about when God really showed you something. We'd like to hear now about what's going on in your ministry. And maybe if you'd like, you can share a little bit more about Donor Elf. Is there maybe something that's really exciting you or something that you see coming in the future? Yeah, one thing I'm working on Donor Elf now is um, I really want Donor Elf to be more than just an app for missionaries to log in log into and see their information. I really want Donor Elf to act as a personal assistant for missionaries in their support raising and in their ministry partner development so that the Donor Elf will do all the analyzing for you and it'll just send you an email. Hey, these are the five ministry partners you need to be communicating with this week and here's why. So send a thank you card to this new donor that came in. Here's another donor that used to give on a monthly basis but has stopped giving. So follow up with them because probably probably their credit card expired and they didn't realize it. Or maybe they lost their job and it's a great opportunity to pray for your ministry partner. Um, and, I'm, and I have over 17 different I'm calling them ministry partner events uh, that happen, ranging from a new donor coming in to a lost monthly donor to someone changing addresses. And I want to notify the uh, missionary about that so that they can easily know who they need to be communicating with. And that's really exciting. You know, one of the things I appreciate that you mentioned was uh, following up on donors who have actually kind of dropped off. I've not done that because I'm not a missionary, but I would imagine that can be a little bit challenging to feel like you're going back and asking for money. But I appreciate that you shared specifically that maybe that's something where it's actually a ministry opportunity for you. I know that in some of the things that I know my pastor has been dealing with occasionally, he'll see somebody who was giving and who doesn't. And a lot of times that's an indication to him that somebody has lost a job and maybe needs some prayer and some counsel, and maybe there's somebody he can connect them with. So I appreciate you sharing that. I know that there are a number of different donor solutions, such as TNT, DRM, and donor tools. What makes Donor Elf special? Yeah, there's a couple differences with Donor Elf and TNT MPD. Um, a couple obvious differences is there's no software to install with Donor Elf. It's a website you can log into from any computer. With TNT MPD, you need to install it on your computer. And then if you want to share information between separate computers, you need to set up Dropbox and share that file um, and everything. With Donor Elf, you don't have that. Uh, also, Donor Elf has an Android and iPhone mobile app, so missionaries can have access to all their support account right from their phone. And then a couple not not as obvious differences is that I take care of the integration of the of the organization's accounting system with Donor Elf. Um, so I will do all the coding to integrate it with QuickBooks, to integrate it with Razor's Edge. Um, there's six different accounting systems it integrates with right now. And I add more as organizations come on. And if there's ever 
issues with the integration, the organization can just email or call me and I'll take care of it. So it really helps out with those small to medium sized organizations that don't have an IT uh, support uh, for that. That's great. Now, I'm sure that there are some people listening who have who are already supporting missionaries financially and in prayer, but maybe they want to do more. If they really wanted to level up their game, what's one thing they could do to encourage or support a missionary? Yeah, I really recommend going to visit the missionary on the field uh, to see what they're doing, to experience the the ministry they're doing. Um, I know it costs some money, but it will mean a lot to the missionary that you actually came to visit them instead of them having to come back to the States uh, to visit you. My wife and I did that a few years ago. Uh, we visited some friends in Kenya, uh, and it meant a lot to them, the missionaries, and it meant a lot to us as well. Yeah, that's great. Now, with that, it's actually time for us to transition to the speed round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and then you come back at us with your short and amazing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah. What's one thing you wish you would have known before you started out? Oh, let's see. Part of me wishes I would have known how much work and time Donor Elf would take, but I'm actually glad I didn't um, because I might not have started uh, for that. And I actually can't think of anything I wish I would have known. Um, I'm just glad I followed my heart and the desire that God gave me. What's the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, success is a common idol here in America. Um, And the advice I received is don't get your sense of worth out of how successful you are, even how successful you are in ministry. Get your sense of worth out of who God says you are. That's great. What's one meaningful thing someone did to encourage, support, or help you? My wife has believed in me and my vision for Donor Elf uh, since the beginning, um, and I couldn't, couldn't be doing this without her support. Can you share with us one of your personal habits that you strongly believe contributes to your success? Yeah, my alarm goes off at 4.45 uh, a.m. every morning, so I can spend a half an hour reading the Bible and praying, and then an hour working on Donor Elf before I go uh, to my day job. And I've been doing this for almost four years now, um, and Donor Elf wouldn't be where it is without that of just consistently working on it an hour uh, every day, um, except on the weekends. Do you have an internet resource that you use and can share with our listeners? Yeah, I have a couple. Uh, one is uh, a Gmail plugin uh, for email. I send a lot of emails out and I want to make sure I follow up with people if they don't respond to my email. Um, so I use uh, a Gmail plugin called Boomerang. So when I send an email, I can tell Boomerang to bring it that email back to the top of my inbox. If the person I'm sending the email to doesn't respond within a couple days. Um, and that's that's a great resource. Um, I also have another app recommendation for missionaries raising support, and it's a mobile app called Postagram, and it lets you send photos as real postcards, uh, which is a great way to send a thank you to first-time donors or just to say hi to long-term ministry partners. You can just take a photo with your phone, type out a quick message, and then they'll take care of printing that postcard out and sending it uh, to you, to whoever you want it to go to. Well, thank you for sharing. That's actually two. That's double what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I actually, because you mentioned a Gmail plugin, I do have one more question uh, about that. Have you heard of the plugin Streak? I I don't know. Maybe. What is okay, it? Okay. It's, uh, it's a CRM pr- plugin. And it, 
one of the things I use it for is to help keep track of who I've contacted for interviews and things like that. And uh, one of the really cool things is it allows you to predefine some responses and to kind of predefine a flow. So as people respond, you can kind of go, okay, they're about right here and keep track. For me, that can be kind of tricky, keeping track of who's interested in an interview and who's actually booked an interview uh, because there are a lot of people out there and I don't want to lose track of them. That might be one that works for you. so that, that yeah, one, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, it, it's a really cool, uh, really cool thing. It's not that hard to set up either, so I really like it. Now, okay. what's one book that you'd recommend for our listeners? Yeah, I recommend The God Ask by Steve Shadrach, uh, and it's a great resource for missionaries raising personal support. He spends a, the first half of the book just explaining the biblical basis of support raising, and then the second half of the book goes into really concrete examples of how to raise support. Okay, now this last one's a little bit tricky, so you might want to take a minute and think about it, then come back at us with your answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new country where you didn't know anybody. You still have all your experience and your knowledge. Your family's there with you and your food and shelter are covered. But all you have is a laptop and $500 US. What do you do in the next seven days? Well, I love the outdoors. Um, so I would probably go hiking and explore the national parks in that country and just take in um, all of the all the nature that is provided in that country. Now, we're almost done, Paul. Will you share with us one last piece of advice and the best way for us to get in touch with you? Then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. When you get burnt out, take a Sabbath, take a rest, uh, however long that is required, whether a day or a month, and just give up your control and let God be in control. Um, And let let yourself get your sense of worth out of who God says you are and not what you do for God. Um, and get that. Yeah, I get that. Just rest in that. And then the best way to connect with me is through email. Uh, you can email me at paul at donorelf.com. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Paul. We really appreciate your time and your generosity. Thank you. That's the end of our time with Paul Yoder. As I mentioned before, I know this is a little different, so I'd love to have your feedback on this show. You can either leave a comment on the show notes page or send an email to feedback at engagingmissions.com. The show notes for Paul's interview are at engagingmissions.com slash paulyoder or slash 14. You'll find a summary as well as links to all the resources we mentioned in this week's show right there. Again, that's slash paulyoder. I also want to mention that you can get the audio version of the book he recommended absolutely free from Audible. All you have to do is visit engagingmissions.com audible to sign up for their free trial. I really like their service, and I think you will too. That's also one of the ways you can help support this show. You get a great audiobook absolutely free, and Audible gives me a little money, which I can use to cover the cost of recording, editing, and publishing great interviews like the one with Paul today. One other way that you can help support this show is by spreading the word. If you like this show, it would really mean a lot if you'd share it with your friends. Whether you email them, talk with them, or share it on social media, I'd appreciate your help in getting the word out there. Of course, your subscription, rating, and review in iTunes also means a lot. I have a video showing exactly how to do that, and the most direct links possible at engagingmissions.com iTunes. This really helps us get visibility in iTunes, which means that people we've never even met can find the show. We never know the value that our story might give someone 
when they hear what God has done in our lives. And I don't want anyone to miss out on hearing the stories of what God has done in the lives of our guests. Also, I said this last week, but I really want you to know that I appreciate you and I'd love to hear from you. You hear from me every week, and your comments, ratings, and reviews mean a lot. And your emails to feedback at engagingmissions.com also mean a lot. I really would like to hear from you. And thanks so much for being part of this. Oh, and one last thing. You may notice again a little bit of difference in the audio quality. I'm continually trying to upgrade the quality of this show, both the questions and also what I'm doing to record. And I'd really like to hear from you, whether you like what I've done or if you don't. You can send that information again to feedback at engagingmissions.com. This has been the Engaging Missions Radio Show. Thanks so much for listening. May God richly bless you. We'll see you next week.